I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. I just love our theme song. It makes me happy every time. I'm like popping my head. I know. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of The Dirt on Flowers. We are rocking and rolling with the Dirt on Flowers insiders. Oh my gosh. Yes. I know. You guys are reading the intro bios on, I mean, I want to be friends with every single one of you. I know. Sweetest. I, I know. I it made me so happy. Like reading and it there was something super real about seeing the face. Like we're talking, we're talking to each other here. Yeah. Okay. So like yes. we know there's some dirt bags out there that um resonate with us, but mm-hmm. like and it's something different about having an Instagram handle versus like seeing your sweet faces on yes. a Facebook introduction post in our mm-hmm. group. It's like I, you know. It's so sweet. I know. And it honestly, like, it takes me right back, like, to that time for Mm -hmm. me. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I was just starting at at one time and it was just like everything felt like Mm -hmm. there was so much information. I mean, honestly, there's more information now than there was when we started. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine the amount. (laughs) The Facebook Flower Farmer group was just a small hole. Yes. Right now it's the Grand Canyon of like yes. stuff. Yes. Muck. I know. Um yeah. I know. I know because Lindsay was traveling. So I was kind of like, you know, welcoming yes. some of the insiders when they came in. And I just remember we had a chance to touch base and I'm like, you have to go into the Facebook group. It is just the sweetest. It yeah. is the sweetest thing. Honestly, you guys are just so awesome. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we just love hearing from you all and it's just mm-hmm. getting to know you. Um, honestly, it just makes what we're doing that much more fun, oh. exciting, all of it. It's just yeah. like the best. I couldn't be happier. Talked to my mom and I just told her, I said, I've like had these moments of, you know, I was traveling, I was in Texas, that whole mm-hmm. shebang. Yes. I was out seeing my family and I was in the elevator and going down the elevator and I'm like, this is my life. Like I'm choked up now. It was like, (laughs) oh my gosh. Like just the amount of like this like gratitude. Now I'm going to have to come back and listen to this episode in May when I'm like, mother (laughs) effing the, you know, the whatever it is. Um, But like, yeah, just honestly and, and wanting to like share that with you know, and getting to share that with you. I mean, Shannon, you, she covered my tail. I know I said it in the Facebook group to our oh, insiders, yeah. but to you all listeners, she covered Facebook and Instagram <laughs> for two weeks. That's enough. That means she loves me. And I really tried to not feel guilty about it. But, no. I, you know, just this like place of feeling so much gratitude for like connecting with you all and 
yeah, just very challenging for us, right? Like the opening, mm-hmm. the stretching our comfort zone piece of like putting ourselves out there and just being vulnerable and like the rewards that come from that are just, mm-hmm. uh, it's very hard to even put words to. So yes, very excited. I can't wait. I can't wait I to know. see. I will hug each of you if I see you in person. I will individually. I'm a hugger. <laughs> COVID was rough on me. Some people loved that you couldn't hug with COVID. I was like, I, now I feel like I have to ask permission when I hug people. It's, you know, it's like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> so today we are keeping kind of on that theme of profit for the month. So even if you're yes. not reading the book and you're not in the insiders group, there are still so many ways that we can focus on profit. And I mean, that's why we're all here. That's why you're listening to this podcast, right? We want to make money and and profit is how we pay ourselves. That's where our, our money, you know, like having a profit means you have a healthy business. So I guess a little story about my, like the first year that I hit six figures, because, you know, we like to keep it real here. Um, so I can yeah. just let you know that I was a dumpster fire of things uh, to give you a little bit of hope. So <laughs> I... My expenses basically matched my six figures. You know, I looked at my bank account, I looked Mm -hmm. at all of these things, and I was like, what is happening? Like, how, where is the money? Where is this going? Um, A lot of similar things to what Mike says in that book, in the Profit First book. But I sat in college. And I shared this, I think, at our very first episode, but they said, you know, you always hear poor, dumb farmer, mm-hmm. you know, oh, if you're in this industry, you're never going to make money. And it's like, why are people doing that? I literally fought against that thought my whole life, but I felt super overwhelmed with my expenses were out of control. I didn't have a good plan. I didn't have any structure in place to, I didn't, I could grow things, but I had no idea how to run a business. And that was a big piece of it. And I didn't have a plan to get out of it. And so, you know, I... I'm guilty of saying this too, but I was just like, bookkeeping's too hard to keep up with. And yes, we have a really good excuse because we're farmers and mm-hmm. it is hard to like, as the season gets going and like prioritizing, like any form of bookkeeping seems like it's the thing that gets bumped. Mm-hmm. But that's where I was with not being able to like with my expenses out of control. I mean, that's the truth. I Mm -hmm. didn't get to where I am today without wasting a ton of money in the process because I just didn't know. Is it a part of what we do too? You know what I mean? It's a part of the learning experience too, is feeling that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're like, well, I haven't made that mistake, listen to this episode Mm twice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Read the book, listen to us. The yeah. It is. It's part of the process, but it's a painful yeah. part. It's it's maddening that you know I had to go back and I, I felt embarrassed. And even you know something uh, I referenced college, but like I accounting was like one of the only classes I had to get a tutor for. It didn't freaking make sense to me. Um, yeah. I didn't get it because I am really hands on. I'm super visual, so. I really struggled with like, how does this even apply to me? And it wasn't until I had my own business that I felt like I could actually, you know, do that and and see it and see how it works. So I think it wasn't, uh, you know, so I I had no context for it, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And so I needed to have a plan. And the Profit First book really did help me have a plan to it. It created sort of that habit of of paying attention to my bookkeeping but it was it's painful yeah. it's painful it looking is. back at it yeah and, and, and naturally as growers I feel like it's a little like out of our comfort like out of our wheelhouse like our what our natural abilities are 
to like be somebody mm-hmm. who wants to sit down in front of a computer and do that. So like when you get started, like th- the first thing that we want to do is like grow, grow, grow. That's like all, all we're concentrating on. And I feel like when you have that one focus, then you are just like looking, how can I grow more flowers or different ones? Or, you know, the, the focus is not that that is an important one. It is. Mm-hmm. There does have to be a balance. So I know like Mike mentions a lot that, you know, a financially healthy company is a result of just a lot of small daily financial wins, not one huge big moment. So profitability isn't an event, it's a habit. And mm-hmm. so for me, like even when we first got started, it was like, okay, we just need like the one, the one, one really good month away from doing X and it would, I would all be based on just like that revenue. I wasn't even thinking about my expenses. I didn't even mm-hmm. look at it. I was mm-hmm. like, how much, wow, our sales were this, you know, mm-hmm. so great. But really like my business was not struggling, but I wish that I would have done these habits and we're going to talk about them in our episode today. It would have made me just so much more aware and like the number one thing that we can do as entrepreneurs, because we are, you know, we're more than, we more than farm flowers. We are business owners. And what we do is so incredibly multifaceted. Like you can grow all the flowers, but if you don't, can't sell them, you know, you're kind of SOL there. So you do have to have like that eye for business. And if it's not going to be innate in you, like it's not like a natural thing for you to be good Mm -hmm. at, you're going to have to really implement some good strategies and habits to make it happen for you so that you can have a healthy business. And that's just something you're going to have to like the terms with. Well, and I had like so much anxiety about it because like I said, it was Mm -hmm. not, like you said, it's not, it was not innate in me. It was not something that I came natural to me. Like I just didn't know the numbers side. And when I started implementing these things little by little, these little habits, and we're going to talk about this here in just a moment, but it was like, it kind of took my head out of the sand and it made me feel more empowered to look at it. It was like, I really, my anxiety sources that I wasn't looking at it. I didn't have habits. I didn't have self-discipline with these things. And that's what was creating the anxiety. It was not Mm -hmm. that, I mean, sure. When I initially looked at it, the numbers were also creating anxiety, Sure, (laughs) but once you get those habits in there, it, it really just, it eliminates it because what you no is power, you know, like what you're like able to track and look at gives you information to then make decisions off of. Yeah, it is. It's really, it, it is overwhelming to be yes. learning how to grow things and try to run a business. I mean, that's the, tr- that's the reality. That's what yeah. we signed up for <laughs> with it. 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 Yeah. And part of what we do here on the podcast is we do try to like tell you guys like the mistakes that we've made. I mean, the best thing that can happen from just listening to this one episode were for you to be more aware that that this is an easy pitfall. You know, it's yes. an e- it is an easy thing to I I found myself that we had to um when we bought the back a property that's kind of adjacent to our first pro- our, our home property, mm-hmm. um all of a sudden I needed all this all these financial stuff and I my QuickBook a mess. I mean, just I was mm-hmm. a hot mess. And to say that like I was so pissed at myself 
Mm-hmm. First of all, I didn't know what I was just so worried about growing flowers, selling flowers. I, I didn't I didn't think once about either having a habit to keep a healthy financial system in my business. I didn't think mm-hmm. I didn't think about that at all. It wasn't even a thought. And that's, you know, Lindsay and I talked about this a lot because I'm like, oh, my QuickBooks is such a mess and I'm in complete mm-hmm. hell reconciling each month. I'm reconciling January, you know, 12 months ago. And mm-hmm. I don't even can't remember what the heck I was doing at that time. So mm-hmm. just just take it from us, okay? <laughs> do okay, these things. Just- <laughs> do these things. Yeah, I you were just talking about like January of last year. It's like I don't even honestly, I don't know what I ate for lunch yesterday. <laughs> on the Facebook post, my first like pa- Facebook post on there, I'm like, happy Monday. And somebody's like, it's Tuesday. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> There's a good chance that I'm not going to remember what happened. So, but it's like these habits and this, these uh, reporting and this bookkeeping that we're going to be talking about that help us focus on profit and keep it in the forefront. You can't change what you don't track or what you're not looking at. So uh, you don't want to wait until the end of the year and wish that you had made changes or done things differently. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to be able to look at that information and truly, I think the takeaway from all this, like you're going to listen to this episode and you're going to be like, y'all just talked 40 minutes on it and you're going to say it's easy. Mm-hmm. It builds on each other. So once yeah. you get that ha- habit, you know, a well-oiled machine with it, they do become, it does become easier and that information is cleaner and clearer. And it really is just a small snapshot of time that you're able to look at the health of your business by pulling up a report, mm-hmm. even if it's in Excel, yeah. like whether you've got an accounting software or not, these, all these habits can really yeah. still be applied yes. in what we're going to talk about. Just a note, like I, when you say that they build onto each other, I, I know we're just talking about like financial habits right now, but mm-hmm. let me tell you the impact it's going to have on your entire life when you get good at building these financial habits. Cause guess what? You're going to start looking at other parts of your business and you're going to be mm-hmm. like, geez, I could really use a good harvest record. Cause now I'm trying, I'm tying what I'm actually doing day to day in my business to my financials. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like exercise. You know, you're just like exercising that piece. You're going to get better. It's going to become better. And then you're going to start looking at other pieces of your business and be like, okay, like how can I apply this idea Mm -hmm. and just make myself like truly like the master of your business? Yeah. That is our job. It's growing flowers too, but yeah, but it's also like giving yourself some grace. We've talked about comparison trap on here. Yeah. But I guarantee there's someone listening right now saying, oh my gosh, well, how do you, you know, you're like beating yourself up because you're not doing a harvest sheet or a shrink sheet or, you know, you don't have records and stuff's a mess. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We have been too. And this yes. is a slow, you cannot do it all. Look at your, you know, I look at this from a, you know, a wellness standpoint of like something you want to change about your personal self, totally business stuff aside. It's like, you can't snap your fingers and fix it all. It starts with one thing, one degree shift, a one degree shift and change. And maybe your focus is like, okay, like I'm going to implement one of these weekly habits. And then you start to feel better about yourself. You're like, hot yes. damn, man, I just did that. I did it for a whole week. You know, <laughs> you've continued to do it. And then that reinforces that thought for yourself. And so it's just so important you know, to give yourself some grace and to not compare yourself to Joe Schmo down the yeah, road. A hundred percent. Yes. Sorry. My, I hear a tractor driving by like right now. He's driving. <laughs> my dad's driving by on the tractor y'all right now. Oh my God. He's Hi, waving. Dad. My dad is waving on the tractor. 
right now. He knows I'm in a you what you all don't know listening to this is like five minutes ago I just told him and I we're gonna have we edited it out. He came into my office and I said I'm recording a podcast. So what's he do? He drives by on the tractor and stops out my office window. <laughs> oh my God. He made his cameo. Maybe he just wants oh. to be on the podcast and we need to invite him. He does. He's been really wanting to be in an Instagram reel. And uh, if you follow oh if you gosh. followed my page for a while, you know that he goes by Bradass. Um, this is a self-given nickname. Okay. Like I don't know who's a you're really not supposed to give yourself a nickname. My dad does. His oh name is Brad gosh. and he goes by Bradass. <laughs> He, he should come with a warning label, like yeah. with my new employees. So anyway, yeah. oh my he, he'll be happy. He'll probably listen to this episode. As we know, my mother listens to every one. As no, I learned today, she, it's dirt on flowers and then Glennon Doyle. That's what, <laughs> that's her order. She told me today. Oh my gosh. She is an angel. No, your mom's an angel. She is, I know. I want her to adopt me. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. out there. <laughs> Oh man. But okay, so let's let's dive into these habits. So we broke it down for you guys with weekly habits and then monthly. Truly, if we wanted to keep that we're keeping this to a shorter episode, we could talk about daily habits, weekly, monthly, yearly, yeah. and they all sort of build like we're talking onto each other. But let's start in with like weekly habits and the first one that I know we both do, it's mm-hmm. logging on whether that's your accounting software or you're doing it with a spreadsheet and categorizing all your expenses and all of your income for the week. That's something for me. I have a set day. I don't know. Yours might be structured a little different because Rachel helps you with some of that, right? Yeah. Or all of it. Yeah. Most of it. Yeah. I kind of got her doing a lot of that. But before her, I would just block out some time, you know, in the mornings Mm -hmm. when I had some quiet time before my like the crazy day started with the flower business where I would just set aside. The more you do it, the faster it's going to get you know, but for me, it was like such an important like touch and like, whoa, okay, sales were good. Or, you know, I'd be like, oh, my sales goal is X for the month. And this first week, I wish it would have been more, you know, okay, what can I do? What do I need to market? You know, what do I need to put out there? So that'll be so just categorizing that plus your expenses. Like for me, sometimes it's like meals and stuff. Yeah. It's like just having an awareness of those. So it's it's important to have a quick snapshot and making sure that those are being categorized as they happen. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, telling you that I said the wrong day of the week, like honestly, we'll, we'll run, I have multiple people using a farm card, right? Mm -hmm. So like somebody might run and get something that I've approved, but then I'm like, I don't have that physical receipt right away. And then I'm questioning what it is. So it's like doing those things in the moment. And for me, it's just categorizing them in QuickBooks Mm -hmm. and moving on um, so that it doesn't build up and become a bigger problem. And you're spending hours and hours and hours. Because if you're, if you are spending hours and hours, there's probably something there's a system off with it. Yeah. But I just have a set day that's kind of like my admin check-in. These are like mm-hmm. kind of highlight things. So looking at your expenses, looking at your income. And then for me, and I don't know, Shannon, if you mm-hmm. do this, but I pay my bills weekly. And that is as they come in, I pay it on that admin day. I feel like it just gives me a more accurate representation of what's in my OpEx mm-hmm. account. So is, how do you do that? Do you do yeah. them like? I, yeah, I do it kind of with profit first. So I, I do two distributions a month out of my income account. So when my income account, the operating expense percentage gets dispersed into the operating expense account, I also pay bills on those those days. So I pay bills oh, okay. two two times a month during oh, okay. those distribution times. Yeah, and that would make that would make sense. You're still, I guess, for me, it's like. 
I'm always looking at my cash flow reflective. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking at cash flow almost every day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, with those bills, with my cash flow, I'm going to jump down here on a bullet, but mm-hmm. like bullet point, but like I, I'm looking at cash flow. And so when I'm paying out those weekly, I'm still doing those distributions like profit first. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it just gives me a more, I guess I like to have it come out more instant. Yeah. That's all. I get that. That's all like, yeah. for me. And that's not something that, you know, whether you're doing and you're paying your bills twice a month, just mm-hmm. make sure you aren't getting late fees because then yeah. that yeah. cuts from your bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving I, yourself a little bit of that. I mean, before like I would get the mail and I'd be like, okay, I have to pay this. I would set it aside and then it would be like a fire drill. Like I would, I think the important mm-hmm. piece is creating a time and space to do it. You know, mm-hmm. and for me, yeah. I'd have like they or they'd sit there too long, or I'd forget about it, and then so for me, it's just like having that dedicated time. Um, mm-hmm. So whatever that looks like for you, I think it's just important to be like, okay, I'm gonna pay my bills on on this day, and mm-hmm. and just get it done at that point. Yeah, I also pull accounts receivable and accounts payable. I will say, if you're year one and two, you may not even have that. Yeah, that may not even be. Three. I don't even know. Like when I started invoicing, you know, it gave me like this time of year, for example, would be wedding deposits. So I'm able to see like what's going to be coming in the door. What do I still have to pay out? Like what is my budgeted for payroll? And if all of that's irrelevant, it's still just a snapshot of like what's going to come in and what's going to come out you know, for you. Yeah. Um, that So that would just be like, you don't have an accounting software yet. That's mm-hmm. that's fine. You can skip over that piece. Yeah. But that's just something like once you do get there, you're probably going to want to look at. Yeah. And just uh, and also like if you're if you are in a position where you're invoicing, like let's say for our grocery accounts, we invoice weekly. So if there's a weekly, a, you know, something that they owe you and let's say your, your payment terms are like net 15 or net 30, your reports are going to tell you or you'll be able to see like when you invoice them and then how old that is. So for me, it's like mm-hmm. when I'm reviewing those, it's like, okay, who do I need to follow up with, you know, or who, yeah. who still owes me or who's getting close? I just keep that in mind essentially. So I know, hey, like, okay, this person's getting close to being past payment terms. So that's yeah. a nice place to look at that. And if you have issues or struggle with invoicing, Mm -hmm. delegate that if you can to somebody else who doesn't feel emotionally attached to it because it's how you get paid. I know there is some reservation with people just like, oh, I'm afraid to like, you know, send a bill or like when I did landscaping, that was one thing I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get to it. And then you like forget, get that invoice out there like daily. Don't Mm -hmm. forget about them, create it, get it timestamped so that you like, you know, that's just a sidebar on that. But and I, I noted on here too, is like you do yours a little bit different. You look at P&L and budget to actual weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that right? I, yeah, yeah. Just because okay. I'm, I'm psycho. I just like to look yeah. at it. I don't know. <laughs> it makes me feel comfort. <laughs> you have – you yeah, because you talked about that. And I look for mine and how I structure it is I look in the past. I've looked monthly like mm-hmm. when I'm sitting down to pay sales tax, which is usually around the 25th of the month. In Ohio, it's due on the 23rd. But this year after I talk to you, I'm, I think I'm going to adjust it to biweekly because I just feel like that gives me a longer – window yeah. to react to mm-hmm. things. So I think looking at it more often, and I guess yeah. you want to explain the PL and budget to actual to, for people kind of like what we're talking about with that. Yeah. So my, my PL just kind of gives like a an overarching look at how my business is doing for the month, the year, you know, I'll just check it out. Okay. What's my sales for the year? Just because I do make sales projections, goals, all that stuff. So I really do kind of like to look at that. Um, and as an LLC, I do have like my eyes on what that profit amount looks like because that that translate to tax info for me. So that's kind of an important piece. 
you probably can look at it once a month and it would probably be fine. I'm just, Mm -hmm. I just like to see that stuff. And for me, when you're looking like budget to actual, that's an important piece for me because I do like to, you know, put budget numbers on certain things and it's good to be aware of that. So for me, it's like, what's my budget versus what actually happened this past month, week, you know. I think by the month, it would be good for your budget to actual. I just peek at those things a lot Mm because I like the reporting in QuickBooks. So to me, that's like a perk of putting it in QuickBooks is that I can have these kind of like management snapshots. And sometimes it's like for my own comfort. I don't know. It just feels good to see those things, you know? So for me, it's like getting a bigger look at my business. Like what what does the big picture look like? Because sometimes, I mean, I'm like everybody else. I can get really lost in what my day-to-day is. And and Mm -hmm. I I do have somebody who helps me do invoicing and stuff. So I'm kind of like once removed for that in some ways. So for me, that's a way for me to like have a big picture look at what's going on in the business since I'm not involved Mm -hmm. in that like day-to-day piece. Yeah. So if you – when we're talking about this, like if this is like a higher level, like, yeah, like I'm not to P&L, I'm not to budget Mm -hmm. to actual yet, I still would encourage you to look – is to have a budget and still be yes. able to compare that because that's where you really are able to hone in. That's sort of your – it takes the blinders off, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all want to just be like, okay, just like, you know, I'll look at how much I'm spending on seeds. But yeah. like really having a budget for that and knowing what it is, you know, yeah. it just makes operate. – you're able to make really good business decisions off mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. You know, moving to the like monthly – part of this. I do, like I had said in the past, I have looked at my P&L monthly. That's when I sit down to do my taxes and my budget to actual. I am going to shift that. I'm transitioning to one of my employees over. Like I know I've Mm. talked to Shannon Mm -hmm. about this privately, but to help me with some of these, because I'm, I feel like looking at my business as like, where do I have a pinch point? Mm -hmm. I need to like, let go of a little bit of control there. Yeah. But still be able to, yeah, <laughs> um, to be able to still have a pulse on it. That's where my concern has 100%, been. 100%. Like, yeah. I still want to know what the heck is going yes. on. I still need to know all of this. But like, yeah. do I need to reconcile every expense? Yes. Probably no. not. Probably. No, you don't. Okay. No. You okay. Don't. No is the answer. And we're like eight okay. years in. You know what I mean? I mean, we're like just getting to the point where we can do that, you know? Yeah. Feel comfortable ish. Yeah. I was going to say, you were going to say comfortable, and I was like, okay. (laughs) I do the things. I'm going to go with like comfort Uh, is a slow death, right? I need to stretch my comfort zone, whatever. Yeah. To allow room for other things. (laughs) So, looking on this with monthly stuff. So, if you're like first couple years, take those things that we're talking about, looking at a budget, bump them down to monthly. Yeah. I I allocate for these next tasks that I'm going to talk about. I just give a couple hours in the morning mm-hmm. once a month. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm spending hours every single week doing this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just to give you like a time parameter because some people, maybe you're an accountant as your like other job and this stuff is so easy for you. But yes. Bless you. You're going to have a very healthy business. Um, But that was not me. So I would take – I focus really well early in the morning. So I do it a few hours in the morning, once a month, and I look at uh, payroll reports. So I'm looking at budgeted labor versus actual, and I am – just to see, like, am I way off? I typically have now, after this many years, a gut sense of what's going on because I kind of know what's coming out. But I have a goal of, like, 20% for my revenue. So I'm always looking at, like, last year versus, like, the year to date, like, in that same chunk time Mm -hmm. of where we are. And I think 
that payroll report for me, and I don't know if you do this one, Shan, mm-hmm. but like it helps me find inefficiencies. Like last year, we just busted ass. We did so well. We got things in. And also it was like weather, yeah. right? The weather yes. was where we hit. It worked for us. Yeah. You know, so I'm able to kind of look at those things, but monthly payroll reports, I'm I'm just as an overall kind of just making sure that like nothing's really out of whack. Yeah. And that was important for me, even with me being on the farm this year, because mm-hmm. I'm like, where am I supposed to be? Like, I don't know, where do I fit? Where should I, yeah. you know, and still, still sorting through mm-hmm. that, uh, the best use of my time. But do you pull payroll? Do you look at those reports? So, so for me, just looking at the payroll report, it's a, I do have like a certain budgeted amount that I look at each each month. And for me, it's like if I have somebody who I feel like is making a huge impact for what they're being paid, I'm like, oh my gosh, I only paid X to so-and-so and I really feel like yeah. their impact is more. Again, like looking at these things, it's, it's a good practice because you are developing that gut sense. Yeah. You know, and that's like, feel like you're overpaying somebody. You can be like, geez, I paid so-and-so for, and I paid them this for, for what mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting. Like, is it... Is it mm-hmm. right? You know, it's just like looking mm-hmm. at, I feel like the payroll piece is incredibly important for us on our farm. It's the biggest expense I manage. Yes, for sure. Day. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it helps you, like you're just saying too, it helps you assign a value to a particular task, right? Yes. Like you're looking at this whole payroll piece, even if you don't have employees and you're like, stop talking, Lindsay, this has nothing to do with what I even have. It will at some point, Yeah, it will matter. And you can also look at how you're paying yourself. Right, yeah. like what you're paying yourself and what your value of time. How much time should you be spending on a particular task, like weeding, for example? I can, I mean, I I I look at those girls by their name, but I also look at them by dollar signs. Yeah. I, I hate to say that, yeah. but I'm like, Somebody all right, collectively, this. y'all are mm-hmm. costing me a lot of money per hour. So here is what I need. <laughs> this is yeah. how much this task is worth. Yes, and those reports kind of help you look at that mm-hmm. in a clearer way. Yes. 100%. Yeah. And then I don't know, Shannon, if you do any other, the, the last thing I do for sure on a monthly basis is I dig in, like I, I'm looking at the budget versus actual full review, but this yes. is where if something is really off, this is the time I allocate to look at why. Like you mentioned meals earlier, Yeah, you know, where you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be buying Starbucks as often, right? Like, <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah, I just did it today. Yeah. But like, you know, it's just <laughs> yes. those things where you can just – it even if it's uh, like – so for an example of this, I looked at my budget versus actual last year in the cooler gate that I always talk about when yes. my cooler oh my went God. out. Yes. <laughs> I survived it. But you know you what? Did. By God, I got a backup AC unit that I paid money for that's sitting <laughs> out there did. in the shop. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot higher – actual versus my budgeted for that expense. And it's just like, it kind of keeps me in check because I'm the one spending the money. I'm the one okaying the money. And if I get loosey goosey on it, that monthly check-in for me is like, all right, man, tighten it up because it can be real easy in the spring when you're selling ranunculus bouquets and tulips and you're like, I am rich. You know, it's like, no, you're not. Yeah. Like keep yourself in check. Keep yourself yeah. in check. It all, like for me too, it's like a comfort piece. So like that's where the budget comes in. It's like sometimes I'll be like, mm-hmm. geez, I'm spending so much money on insert seeds. 
Yeah. There's like there's these <clears throat> these fluctuations that happen. So it's like it, when I look back at my budget, I'm like, oh, that's okay. In this month, I usually budget more for seeds because that's when that expense occurs. So I, yeah. it really takes like off away for me is like that high and low, like that roller coaster. I mean, what we do mm-hmm. is so seasonal. So for me, it's like all the expenses I feel like always happen, you know, right before you know, the season starts when I have to, I don't have as much. Money. Oh yeah. <laughs> but or like I, October. Yeah. It's like, yes. you're writing those big bulb check, like those checks, you know, yes. I'm like right now, Leo Burby. And it's like, it helps you though. Like it helps me to be like, this is the normal. This yes. is it. This is normal. Yeah. And you can look what's budgeted and it's fine. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I know we talk, you can like do all of this in Excel. You I, we were just setting up a QuickBooks for something and I'm like, it's $15 a month. To have yeah. a QuickBooks online, like bare bones, basics, recording, reporting. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we, we talk about QuickBooks a lot, but there are some others, but I just feel like I really mm-hmm. do encourage you to invest that amount of money in just the reporting alone would be yeah. so easy. It would make all of this so much easier Yeah, if you just did that tiny $15 investment. We, we really need mm-hmm. like some kind of hookup over at QuickBooks. <laughs> Anybody yes. know a quick? Yeah, we've tried. Anybody know a hookup with QuickBooks? We just, we, and if you are feeling overwhelmed with mm-hmm. it, is Ashley's course. We yes. still have a discount code. Let's throw yes. it in our notes again because yeah. she's, I know we talked about it last time. She's getting her bang for her buck too. You know, I yes. mean, we're just, we're hitting all of the sponsors <laughs> today. She's not sponsoring us yet, but okay. I'm going to make a note here. Yes. We're going to put that in the show notes with the discount code. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in and you feel like that's your kind of your hang up, yes. it really is. It's so worth it because it gives you, like you said, those reports, it just gives you the tools to make good decisions. Yes. It It'll just gives it you the tools. Easier. It really mm-hmm. would. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey guys, hopping in here to talk to you about an exciting new opportunity. We just opened our doors for the first month of the Dirt on Flowers Insiders, and we are truly blown away by your response. If you are just tuning in with us, here's what's included in your membership. Monthly flower farming goal setting and accountability worksheets, a community Facebook group and accountability pods um, with a member directory so that you can increase your network of flower friends and marigolds in your life, a monthly live Q&A on that month's podcast topic so you can dive deeper with us and ask us all of your burning questions, bonus teachings on timely and relevant topics, discount codes on dirt on flowers online courses, and early access to Diatuber sales for both of our farms. So move the needle in your business and dive deeper with us. It's $20 a month. That is literally the cost of one bouquet, selling one bouquet per month. So don't worry if you missed out on this month. Our membership doors open each month on the 1st through the 5th. So if you're loving this podcast and you want to dig deeper with us, head over to thedirtonflowers.com forward slash membership and hop on the wait list. Let us mentor you, guide you, encourage you as you take your business to new levels. We can't wait to see you in the membership. Okay, guys, let's get back into the podcast. Okay. So I I think like as you know, we talk about like all of these things that we do. So it's like the number one tip is to make it a consistent routine that for us, Mm -hmm. that includes scheduling it on the calendar. Like when is the time that I review this? We have like a monthly or I'm sorry, a weekly meeting where we discuss like what the week looks like, harvest, like all all of that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we're reviewing that, a lot of the financial stuff. I lump that into that meeting. So like 
this year because Judd's going to be here, which I'm so excited about. But him and I will have like just a 10 minute, like 10 minutes. That's literally all we're going to take is to review Mm -hmm. what's happening financially. And then we're moving on for the day. So I think scheduling it is incredibly important and sticking to it. Yeah. That's the hard part. Inserts the yeah, <laughs> keeping the, that appointment. Keep, yeah, keeping that appointment with yourself and the commitment to yourself. It's like that habit. This is the whole thing we're talking about. Yeah. That accountability piece. Yeah. And then if you are struggling with that, find an accountability partner to check in with. You know, somebody that can keep you on track and mm-hmm. keep you going. You know, maybe it's your accountant or maybe it's a, your partner, your spouse, or something like that that kind of keeps you in with you know, on that schedule of stuff, because it can be hard, you know, just creating a new habit of something and uh, can be hard to kind of check in with, keep on track. So, and then it's, if it falls off, it's okay. Yes. Begin again with this. Yes. If it falls off, we all mess up. We miss a week. I've missed weeks. Just be kind to yourself. Um, pick the dang thing back up. It's okay. You. That means you know, you get then the second week that you, you know, you miss that week, the second week you've got now two weeks worth of stuff to kind of look at or a month's worth. That's fine. That little bit of pain point or the thorn in your side is what's going to make you kind of stay on track yeah. and kind of keep going with it. It's good to feel it. It is. It's good to feel yeah. it. You're going to have to do that and be like, oh, ooh, I don't want to yeah. do this again. So yeah. 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 Oh, and I, I like this last one you put on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the reward. Yes. Well, yeah, create a reward for yourself so that you keep keep yes. it up. I mean, it doesn't have to be like the example you gave about pizza. Yeah. It's like woo-hoo! like that's a perfect yes. was that in here? Oh, that yeah, wasn't no, in that here, wasn't was it? In here. Yeah, that's okay. okay oh, that was... okay. You guys don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, we were we were doing recording something for the insiders and I told a story that <laughs> when we first started um paying ourselves, and then like this is like Hey, like uh, taking some kind of draw or whatever from the business. Yeah. Um. We said, oh, we're gonna take a hundred dollars a month, which is like, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. It felt like I was just happy. Lindsay and I had a conversation. We're like, okay, we're paying ourselves. I don't care if it's twenty five dollars a week. We're gonna do it. Yeah. We need to make sure that we're doing it. And so we would take the $25 and then it would buy for us, like it would buy Friday night pizza. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Yeah. You know, and we'd say, hey kids, guess what? The flowers are paying for the pizza. You know, it was like this huge deal, yeah. which is just so funny, you know, not looking back on it. But it is like you have to create these little rewards. And maybe it's like, mm-hmm. I know we were talking about Starbucks, like, but maybe you get your coffee and you sit down and that's like mm-hmm. your time to, to look. It is an investment in yourself. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then- you know, I mean, do I think you should, once you got the habit down, reward yourself every mm. week? I don't know. We could talk about this with the expense category, <laughs> but it really is just like treating yourself to like acknowledging that it's a win, you know, even if it's just writing the win down on a chalkboard or on yes. your mirror, like that to me is like, it really does matter. It really does matter because we don't keep up with those things unless we're, you know, we have those rewards. Yes. But Yeah. The, the truth is, is that as business owners, like we truly like can't, our businesses can't afford that we don't prioritize it. And we mm-hmm. talked a lot of it about this, like making decisions with our heads in the sand. And I've been mm-hmm. there. I have been there. I've been looking at the vanity metric, which is revenue mm-hmm. and not looking at my profitability and not looking at what my expenses are. So I really do skip, you, you know, encourage you to skip that vanity piece, that, that, revenue, which is like, you know, it's so fun to chase that number always, you know, but really like you can't afford not to prioritize it and your business will thank you, you know, at the end. It's just important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
And, you know, just kind of like recap, like our takeaways from this, it's like, Mm -hmm. we've talked about consistency, but it's like, it does that habit keeps getting formed. It gives you time to react and make adjustments in the season. If stuff is like, if your sales are down, we're in a very volatile, you know, economy right now, maybe, I don't know, they keep talking recession, you know, but it does give you looking at these things here, looking at your expenses, it gives you time to react and make adjustments. And it just kind of gives you that control that you need, you really can't afford not to prioritize these things because yep. like you just said, it's like the revenue, the vanity piece versus the sanity piece. It's like you can't afford not to look at this, mm-hmm. period. I don't care how much you love growing flowers. You're not doing this as a hobbyist. Um, you're running a legit business if you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these things have to be top of your priority list as much as like figuring out what to pinch and how to stake and what's the most efficient way. Yeah. This definitely has to be top of the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and above all, like, you know, we talk about this all the time, but just like be kind to yourself. <laughs> Holy mm-hmm. cow. We're all learning. We're all in various yeah. states of learning. Lindsay and I, we're like talking, we're, our, we're in chapter eight, eight years and you might yeah. be on chapter one. And I, yeah. I hear this a lot. Like don't compare your chapter one to someone's chapter, you know, 20 mm-hmm. or whatever. So like it really like give yourself a lot of grace and opportunity to learn. If you mm-hmm. fall off the wagon, you're going to feel the pain from that hop back on and begin again. The worst mm-hmm. thing you can do is continue not looking you know, that's, that, that's not, that is not what you want to do. So we're, we're better than that. And, and we're just going to hop back on and and keep taking a look, whether it's good, bad, like maybe we look with like one eye squinted open. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Through the fingers. Like, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I do have, well, as we're, before we're like wrapping this up, Mm -hmm. two things. Yes. One, can we just acknowledge that my internet didn't cut out and we don't have that many f bombs to drink, like to edit out of this? How you guys don't even understand. Yeah. I, I feel okay. like I'm just in a really good mood. Yeah. I know you're very patient with me. God bless it. Okay, so there's that, and then yeah. also I have some housekeeping. Because my Pacific Northwest peep friends, all of my friends in the Pacific Northwest, listen up. I need to publicly apologize to you that you do have insects with your dahlias because they, <laughs> I got some feedback yes. that they're like, we have insects, you know, but I think the, what, where is Florette? What's the, how do you say Washington? the name of the valley? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she's Skagit. in like that. Okay. Yes. Skagit. That valley. Is it Skagit Valley? I don't know. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> That doesn't sound I might right. Have but it. It's something in there. I just wanted to pressure you to say yeah, it so I, I could follow suit. Yeah, okay, that. anyway, <laughs> I think that even that area, I'm lumping the whole entire Pacific Northwest into one. And yeah. I think it's specific to that valley because okay. that's where Triple Rin is also. So oh, I okay. just. When I went to go meet, I when I was out seeing my sister, I got to meet Jackie and Jody from J and J Flower Company. It was super sweet. It was such a nice visit to get to meet like another flower farmer. But they call kind of like they were like, "Hey, by the way, we wanted to call you out on this." Gosh, and my funny. sister was with me and said that she was suggesting that people start trolling me on the internet <laughs> so that it holds me accountable. So I'm cleaning it up publicly so that I don't get called out anymore. But they apparently do have issues. They have cucumber beetles and stuff yeah. with their dahlias as well. So just wanted to go on the record of oh my gosh, I'm That's cleaning funny. that up. So anyway, got to call you out and keep you in line, girl. Got to keep me honest, man. It's fine. <laughs> I shoot straight. You better do it back to me. That's all. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think that's 
That feels good. That feels like a good, we wrapped it up, gave you our habits. Yep. Be kind to yourself. Keep it up. Yeah. Treat yourself. We hope you guys found, honestly, a lot of value. We always say that we we want to be for you what we wish we had, and this is definitely Mm -hmm. one of those episodes. So if you really loved it, just share it with your friends. Just like repost us on Instagram, you know, just just share us. Honestly, when you guys do that, I'm like, oh it's so sweet because I know for me when I reshare stuff like when I do I I really mean it you know I just Mm -hmm. don't reshare everything Mm -hmm. so we really appreciate you guys doing that I really honestly can't thank you guys enough for listening we are putting all we have into these shows lots of late night convos and texts and we're just so like deeply grateful for your guys's investment in our journeys our stories all of it us trusting us as your mentors in your earbuds each Friday so it really is just so important to us Like I said, share your podcast with your friends. Leave us a review. It helps us get into more people's earbuds. Follow us over on at Dirt on Flowers on Instagram. We hang out there a lot. And you can send us some messages. And we just really do love hearing from you guys. Okay. Thank you so much for supporting us. We will see you guys at the same time, same place next week. Bye.